Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Lavender Woman's Podcast. If you are a first-time listener, welcome. I am so glad you're here. If you are a return listener, thanks for joining us this week. We have so much to cover in this episode, so let's get started. So I hope since last week that your joy tanks have been on full. Listen, if you have not listened to last week's episode yet, you need to. It will bless your life. It blessed my life. We talked about all things joy. We talked what is joy, how to attain joy, and how to maintain joy. So I hope that everything that we discussed last week has been incorporated into your life. I hope that you exercise the opportunity to um, pass it on, to do you know something good for one another, just random acts of kindness. And hopefully that kind of added to your joy tank and that we planted and watered our seeds of intention and we recited our affirmation until we believed it. So in addition to last week's episode, I wanted to give an update about Flourishing Girl Fall. So during the summer with the whole hot girl summer movement, I was like, listen, we, we don't have time for that. We, we need to be healing over here. We need to be healed girls. So I started the healing girl summer and the response was phenomenal. So then that led me to brainstorm something for the fall. So we have flourishing girl fall. So the work that we did this summer is setting us up to flourish this fall. The episode is coming, y'all. You know, I don't release it. I don't record it until it sits right with my spirit, until God gives me that sign, like gives me that green light to go for it. I'm not, I don't have that yet. So you won't get it until I have it because I want to make sure that I'm bringing you the best content possible and the content that my listeners are needing in this season of their life. However, I do want to kind of put it out there that I missed the opportunity to get the hot girls, um, the healing girls summer shirts done. However, I do want to incorporate that into some merchandise for this season. So look out for Flourishing Girls Summer. Oh God, I'm tearing that up. <laughs> Flourishing Girl Fall merchandise coming soon. I'm not going to go back and edit that y'all. So you know what I meant. <laughs> I'm not going to edit that. So I'm looking at some merchandise, um, some stationery, some apparel, just all things Lavender Woman connected to this season in our lives. So hopefully you guys will be on board for that. You will support the cause, support the movement because it's real and it's happening and we are just going for it. So I wanted to share that with you also. I want to give a Lavender Woman event update. I have a meeting this week with the wonderful Janae Garrett, who was a guest on our suicide prevention episode two episodes ago. And we're trying to collaborate and partner on an event. So her organization will be partnering with my organization to bring you the best small and intimate event possible. We know the holidays are coming. We were trying to get the event up, planned, all of that for the month of October. And yes, I know that done is better than perfection, but also that things should be done in excellence. So I can't say for sure that it will happen this month. If it does, it will be like at the very end of this month. 
probably aiming more for November, um, maybe the beginning to beat, you know, all the holiday rush and um, the just the chaos that comes with the holidays. But regardless, when the event is planned, when it's all set in stone, you guys will be the first to know. So I will let you know it will be here in Hampton Roads. Um, there will probably be a very small um cover charge but we are trying to bring you the best content the best material and just great information for us on our healing journey so that is forthcoming also I've been brainstorming the giveaway and I think for the giveaway it's going to be connected to the event so for this giveaway it will only be for those who are local I will be doing a giveaway um, for my international listeners, for anyone to possibly win. Because listen, I want to tell y'all something. My listeners in Spain, Algeria, Germany, they love your girl. They listen faithfully every single week. Like my international following has just been phenomenal with um, listening every week and um, sharing the episode. And I see it growing from week to week. So I don't want anyone to feel left out just for this one. It will be just easier um, to have it catered around the event that we are planning. But I promise you there will be more giveaway opportunities for everyone on the platform to have a chance at winning. So we know that this podcast caters to women. We occasionally include men because their input is important, their voice is important. But this month in particular, the month of October, we are really focusing on women. Women's physical, emotional, and mental health and relationships. I have such a special guest coming um, to the podcast later on this month to help us with our physical health, which can also... Um, affect our mental and emotional health. She is joining us for two very special episodes. Trust me, ladies, you do not want to miss these episodes. And let, and let me just give you a little backstory on that. You know how sometimes you want to reach out to people because you know that they are like the answer to your prayer and that they can provide the content and the information and the education on subjects that you are eager to share and that you're passionate about, but you don't have the language to do so. You don't possess the skill and the knowledge to do so in an effective manner, but you also feel intimidated by that person because they are just so many things. That's how reaching out to this person was, but I went for it. I sent an email and I said, God, if it's meant for me to connect with this person, let it be so. She responded immediately and was more than um, excited to do the episode. So it just goes to show that you have not because you ask not. A lot of times we miss out on the blessings that God has for us because we are afraid to take the next step. We're afraid to send that email, to make that phone call, to speak to that person when we see them because sometimes you know their accolades can be so intimidating. But what God has for you is for you. It doesn't matter what they have, the knowledge that they possess, how many letters they have following their name. If that is a connection that is meant for you, a divine connection, that connection is going to happen. Do you have enough faith to believe 
that it's meant for you. Okay, see, that's a whole that's a whole nother subject. But I just wanted to share that because I, I went back and forth with myself about even reaching out to her. Like, she doesn't have time to be fooling with me and, you know, recording for my podcast. And when I told her that it would be for two episodes, she was excited. So I'm looking forward to making this connection with her. She's someone that I have admired from afar. She is someone that... Um, can be trusted and looked up to. So Lavender Women, you are in for a treat at the end of this month with two episodes geared towards our physical health, which will also have a great impact on our mental and emotional health. Stay tuned. You do not want to miss these episodes. So this week, I don't know if you guys noticed, but the title of this episode is long because I couldn't think of a name. I couldn't think of an abbreviated, a shortened title that would really encompass what I was trying to say with this episode. So you got the whole title, okay? The title of this episode is Relationships, Heartbreak, and Moving Forward. What I needed versus what I wanted. Because we're going to touch on all of that. We're going to talk about relationships. We're going to talk about heartbreak. We're going to talk about moving forward. And we're going to talk about what we need versus what we want. So I didn't feel like I should condense that because I couldn't think of anything that would, I don't know, that would signify the totality of this episode. So it is what it is. If I could have thought of something shorter, (laughs) you would have gotten something shorter, but I couldn't. So here we are. This episode was birthed from a meme that I saw. And I know usually we do the, so I saw a meme segment towards the end of the episode, but this week we are switching it up a bit and I'm actually going to bring you two memes in this episode. So I saw a meme that read, I wonder what lies you told yourself to keep yourself in a relationship never meant for you. I hollered like I want I'm, I'm being completely honest, completely candid. I hollered out loud as loud as I could because it resonated with my spirit in such a way <laughs> that the only appropriate response was to holler and I I, I literally yelled y'all because I told myself every lie did you notice like the emphasis on every I'm from the country so usually we say like airy or every or however you want to say it because I'm just that country but I want to put emphasis on it I want you to know that it is all caps, bold, and underlined with exclamation points behind it. I told myself every, you have to pronounce all the syllables when you really mean it. I told myself every lie, every lie known to man for the previous relationship that I was in. The emotional, the mental, and physical scars from that relationship still affect me to this day, to this day. Okay, are you understanding? Like, I'm, I'm serious about this, y'all. To this day, that relationship still affects me. That's half of the reason why I'm in therapy, to tell you the truth. Um, I didn't realize that when I first started going to therapy. But once I got through the immediate situation I was going through with the death of my grandma, with the 
depth of some friendships, like I was just going through the motions, I realized that, wait, chick, you've been carrying around a whole lot of dead stuff for a long time. And that was revealed to me in therapy. Go to therapy, sis. We talked about that during Healing Girl Summer. We all need therapy. I don't care if you think your life is great. Guess what? It can be greater. Okay. And therapy is usually a way to help us get there. They just have the tools and the strategies and the techniques to help us become the best versions of ourselves. There's nothing wrong with needing that help. So ladies, I'm going to tell you something that I know to be true. I know this for sure. A new relationship won't heal you. I don't care how horrible that previous relationship was. Jumping into a new relationship won't heal you. And that's a word for somebody. Somebody needed to hear that. Somebody needs to know that. That man could be amazing. I don't care how great he is, how close to perfect he is. It doesn't matter how much he loves you. It won't heal you. You have to do the work. So that is first and foremost. If you have survived a traumatic relationship and you think jumping into another relationship is going to heal you, since you are mistaken. If anything, you're going to end up damaging that man. Okay, this is real talk. We have candid conversations here. I give you guys my real life experiences that has uh, it has given me much wisdom. Okay, because I've been through some stuff because of that relationship. I now look at relationships totally different. I realized that I was accepting anything because I felt it was all I deserved. I've been some things in my life. I had done some things in my life that I wasn't proud of, which plummeted my self-esteem. I had no standards. And I really mean that. I don't want you to be like, she's being dramatic. No, I, re I really had no standards. I didn't love me. So how could I expect another person to love me properly? How, how? How, Sway? How can another person love you when you don't love you? So that brings me to my first point. Your companion's love won't compensate for the lack of love you have for yourself. I'm, I'm going to say that again. Your companion's love won't compensate for the lack of love you have for yourself. Even when I met my now husband who loved me relentlessly I mean relentlessly through my years of self-love deprivation it still wasn't enough I remember y'all I used to pick fights with him because he was so good I just felt like he was too good for me like I didn't deserve him like why are you here so I would pick fights. I would make up anything to just argue with him and fight with him because he treated me too nicely. I remember him being such a gentleman, you know, pulling out my chair and opening my car door. And it's just like, why are you doing that? Like, what's up with you? I would literally fight with him about it. And it makes no sense. I know that it makes no sense. 
But that's what felt normal to me. The fussing, the fighting, the arguing, the not getting along, the 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 discourse. That that was the norm for me. So me not having that in my life anymore, regardless of how dysfunctional it was. In hindsight, I realized that now, but when I was in the moment, it made no sense to me why he was so good to me. Like to this day, I don't know how or why he stayed. I really don't. I would literally cause problems so that he wouldn't seem so good. Who does that? I I don't know how he does it. I tell him all the time that I was a bag of disaster when he met me. Here he is being the best version of himself possible. And I'm mad at him about it. I'm mad at him because he's good to me. I'm mad at him because he treats me well. I'm mad at him because he loves me properly. How does that even make sense? But when you have become conditioned to that type of relationship, anything outside of that feels abnormal. It really does. It feels abnormal. Not only was he good to me, but he was good for me. His love was transformational. His love was transforming me and I was scared. Like I was scared to death because I had been this person that, you know, could fight any battle. I had to be hard. I had to be hardcore. I had to have really thick skin. I had no filter. I had all of these things because I was literally in survival mode. I was fighting for my life every day, just trying to have the, the core of me survive. Because the world that I was living in was literally killing my core. So I was in survival mode. And the fact that being with him was making me softer, it almost felt like a liability. Like being with him is going to change me in such a way that I'm not going to be able to stand up for myself. I'm not going to be able to protect myself. I'm not going to be able to do any of the things that I had done previously. That sounds crazy, right? And it was completely false. I had made it up in my mind. I had convinced myself that it was true. Being with him was actually a safe place where I didn't have to be defensive 24 hours a day. But I was too emotionally sick to realize that at the time. So we have this, I don't know, we have this thought that if we meet a great person, that their love is enough. And it's not, and it won't ever be. Their love may help guide you towards loving yourself, but it will never account for the love that you should possess for yourself. So that's my first point. Do not think that your companion's love will compensate for the love that you do not have for yourself because it won't, it will not regardless of how great they are. Their love will never be able to fill your self-love tank because that tank has to be filled by you. So this was a really hard episode because it's just unimaginable (laughs) What I went through and the things that I tolerated and I was literally in tears 
as I was brainstorming this episode and my husband was like, why do it? Don't do it. Like you don't have to do it. I'm like, but I do. Because as women, our relationships are vital to our well-being, to our mental health, to our emotional health. So I felt it necessary to talk about relationships on this podcast and not just the great ones. You know, I've done a series with my husband about being married to a damaged spouse and being married to a strong spouse, which inevitably told the story of having a good relationship once you work through the kinks. But every relationship isn't good and we have to discuss those relationships so that we know the groundwork that needs to be done in order to move forward. So the question from the first point, I guess, would be, why would one not love themselves? Like, girl, why don't you love yourself? And if I had to ask myself that question, why I didn't love myself during that time of my life, it could be for many reasons. I mean, I had dozens of reasons why I didn't love myself. But since we are talking specifically about relationships in this episode, A part of why I didn't love myself was because of the relationship that I was in. Things happened in that relationship that depleted my value and my self-worth. I was ashamed. I felt small. I was embarrassed. I felt so far from the root of who I really was that I almost felt like a stranger during those years of my life. So that leads me to my second point, and that would be to forgive yourself. Listen, I had to forgive myself in order to love myself. I had to forgive myself for the behaviors that I accepted, the behaviors that poisoned my behavior, and the toxicity that grew inside of me and manifested itself outwardly. I had to forgive myself for it all. I can sit here and tell you that at that point in my life, and we're talking like 2000 to 2002, like literally like the end of 2002, I was a horrible person. I can literally and honestly and candidly tell you that. I can tell you that about me. I don't see that's the thing when you recognize and realize your own mess it's that nobody else gets to tell your story or no one else gets to tell other people about you. Like, yeah, girl, I remember when she used to, I'll tell you that I used to do that. I'll tell you how, you know, how I was such a horrible person. I made bad decisions. I hung with bad influences. I can tell you that about myself because I realize it. I I know the extent of my mess. That's the realization that you reach once like that third eye opens up and you're like, listen, who am I? Who have I become in this relationship? So I had to forgive myself. I did what most women do in relationships, I overlooked what I needed for what I wanted, and I paid the price. I ignored all of the signs that this relationship isn't healthy because that person fit a superficial list that I had created. 
And for the record, the list that I created, that list was some trash. That list was garbage, okay? But it was the list that I created. So who do I blame for the list that I created, which was the list that I went by to convince myself that this person was good enough for me? I look back at the girl that I used to be, and I am amazed at the woman I have become. Amazed. It's it's indescribable, really. But my transformation did not begin until I forgave myself for the things I did when I didn't know any better. You have to forgive yourself, ladies. You have to forgive yourself. You, There's no other way around it. There's no other way around it. The forgiveness must take place in order for you to properly love yourself. Because no one can love you properly if you don't love you properly. I have been through so much. And not many women that I know personally have been through the things that I have been through. There is no one in my immediate life that have seen the things that I've seen or survived what I have survived. So when I share my story, the usual response is, girl, your life sounds like a movie. <laughs> like seriously, that's usually the response that I get when I feel comfortable enough to share my story with someone. But how many of us know that all movies aren't blockbuster hits? Okay, some people make movies and even they have stars in them and they still flop at the theater. How many of us know that all movies aren't fairy tale endings? Two years of my life has negatively affected my life for 18 years. Let that sink in. Two equals 18 for me. And when you do the math, you know that two, there's no way, you know, two by itself can equal 18. But two years has negatively affected my life for 18 years. I I can't even. (laughs) I literally just stopped having nightmares a few years ago. And now I want to put this into context. I will be married for 13 years this month. And I just stopped having nightmares a few years ago. My anxiety in a car as a passenger just started getting better this year. My husband just started driving me long distances this year. I am triggered by the most common things that people just wouldn't understand. And to this day, I'm triggered. You know, Janae, I don't know how to say her name, the singer Janae Aiko, Aiko. <laughs> I can't ever say her name. She has a whole song about being triggered. Listen, sis made that song for me. I am triggered, okay? So why do people stay in relationships that don't serve them? And I can only speak from my point of view. I can only speak from my perspective. For me, 
it was because I didn't know I deserved better. I just, I didn't know. So my last point is, know you deserve better because you do. No one is perfect. We all miss the mark, but that doesn't mean that you deserve to be treated poorly. You deserve someone's best. You deserve to be loved in such a way that translates your love language. You deserve to be in a committed relationship. You don't deserve to just be (laughs) a convenience to someone. Okay? I was in a whole relationship, but was more of a convenience than anything else. You deserve support. You deserve stability. You deserve all the things. All the things. For me, because I guess I lived years as the worst version of myself, I felt that that was all I deserved. That if that's what I was getting in that relationship, then apparently that's what I deserved. I would lie to myself daily daily about the status of my relationship. Every day I told myself a lie. Every single day. Every day. Every day I reminded myself that it could always be worse. That's that's another lie that we feed ourselves. And I learned that in therapy. Because when I first started therapy and I went in there with my long list of problems, I literally said, and I've told you that, you know, told you guys this on the podcast before. And I told my therapist, but it could be worse. Like, it's people out here going through worse things than that. And she was like, who told you that? Where did we get that from? And I'm like, because it could be worse. And she said, yes, it could be. But this experience is still yours. It still belongs to you. And if it's affecting you, it matters. It's important. So every day I told myself it could be worse. It could be worse. It could be worse. When in reality, it was worse. It was, I was at my worst. That relationship was at its worst. We were at our worst when we were together. We were not good for each other. We were not healthy for one another. We didn't function as a healthy and cohesive unit. And I don't think that we ever would have. And that's also what you have to distinguish in a relationship because like I told you at the top of this episode I don't know how or why my husband stayed with me and stuck around through all the issues that I had y'all I'm talking about I was traumatized but he saw something in me that I didn't see in myself but had I never saw in me what he saw in me it wouldn't have made a difference I had to see it for myself in order for us to work today. We were literally, and I'm speaking in regards to the previous relationship now, we were dysfunction at its best. Like if you had to put a face on dysfunction, it was he and I. We were the poster couple for dysfunction. But when you know better, you do better. Know that you deserve better because you do. That's literally my last point. Know that you deserve better. Stop feeding yourself 
the lie that this is all you deserve. Because it's not true. So, now it's time for the official segment. (laughs) The official segment of So I Saw Me. So I saw another meme that really resonated with this topic and... You know, it's it's just those divine timing things for me, guys. Whenever I'm pondering an episode, I promise you, and I lie to you not, I could literally say at 9 o'clock, I want to speak about relationships this week on the podcast. And at 9.06, a meme will pop up on my feed that will have exactly everything to do with the topic that I was looking to record for the podcast. It never fails. And those are the topics that I know that I'm supposed to speak on. So for our second meme segment, the meme read, staying in relationships that don't support your core values is a painful, slow way to kill your spirit. Love should expand, not shrink. Listen, I hope y'all caught that because I said earlier in this episode that I felt small, that I no longer felt like myself, that the core of me was dying. I literally said that and I had come to that conclusion before I saw this second meme. So that's why all of this stuff is just divine, y'all. Like God be orchestrating stuff like on the behalf of the podcast to reach women. And I am forever grateful that I am the vessel that he is using to do it. You you just don't know (laughs) the gratefulness that flows from my heart every single day for this platform. Love should expand us, not shrink us. I became a pro, like a professional, like a professional. I'm going to say it like that. At burying my relational issues. Hoping that if I throw some dirt on it, it'll suffocate and die. I was a pro at getting the shovel, going outside, taking all of the um, the chaos, the traumatic events, taking all of the dysfunction of that relationship and digging a hole, throwing it in the ground, putting some dirt on top of it and walking away. I was a pro at it. I became an expert. I can tell you how to dig a hole. I can tell you how to put your problems in it. I can tell you how to put dirt on it and walk away. I can tell you how to do it because that was literally my life for two years. But the thing about it is what we bury doesn't always die. Sometimes what we bury grows Mm. like y'all don't even know we put it in the ground we cover it with dirt and we're hoping and praying it would just die just die please just die but what happens when it rains for two days and on the third day that sun comes out that thing Whatever it is that you bury, whether it was good or bad, that thing is going to grow. The rain has saturated the ground. It has nurtured the burial site. The sun 
Okay, the sun is providing the energy that it needs to grow. So I was burying all of my shame. I was burying my hurt, my disappointment, my trauma, my guilt. I was burying it all in hopes that it would die. And it was growing into epic proportions. I cannot make this stuff up. Everything that we bury doesn't die. Sometimes the very thing that we want to die grows instead. Because we didn't get to the root of the problem. We just provided a little fertilizer for the problem and we didn't even realize it. The soil, the rain, and the sun was fertilizer for my dysfunction. So I was growing something that I was hoping to die at a faster rate in which than I could handle. So just be mindful that if you're suppressing your issues, if you are just sweeping them, sweep, you know, sweeping them under the rug and walking away, you are not doing yourself any justice. You are not doing yourself a favor. If anything, you are probably hurting yourself and hindering yourself. Everything that's buried doesn't die. The seed of lavender for this week. Every week we plant a seed of lavender, of lavender. We call it our seed of intention or our seed of wisdom. We are to water and to nurture that seed until the next episode. So we should be paying attention to that thing in our life and making sure that it is nurtured, that we're taking care of it in order to help heal that particular part of our lives. And the seed for this week is forgiveness. It amazes me how quickly and how easily we can forgive others who have done things to hurt us compared to the difficulty in forgiving ourselves when we've hurt ourselves. Like when you say it, it seems so just crazy. Like, how is that so? But we are quicker to forgive someone else that has hurt us than we are to forgive ourselves. Hurt people hurt people. We all know that. And sometimes the person that you hurt is yourself. You can't just forgive your neighbor when they hurt you, but you don't forgive yourself. You just can't forgive, you know, your significant other when they've hurt you, but you never forgive yourself. Forgiving yourself is the key to transformation. Transformation is the start of your healing. Healing is the path to a healthier you. And a healthier you is a magnet to attract a healthy relationship. I'm going to give it to you one more time. I'm going to run it back because this is important. This is vital. Forgiving yourself is the key to transformation. Transformation is the start of your healing. Healing is the path to a healthier you. And a healthier you is the magnet that will attract a healthy relationship. If hurt people hurt people, then it's just going to be a continual cycle of hurt. But when you get deep in that thing and you heal it and you become healthier, you're going to attract a person who is also healed and healthy. It's cycles. We've had an entire episode about generational curses. Some of this stuff is generational because it's what our family members have been going through 
for 40, 50, 60, 70 years, but it can stop with you. Stop this relational dysfunction. Like for everybody, it, it would just help everybody if you stop doing that. Because when I stopped doing that, it made my mom and our relationship grow closer. It made my grandmother sleep a little easier at night. It made my friends not had to worry about me all the time. It literally changed the dynamic of my entire life. But I had to forgive myself. For the things that I did when I didn't know any better. For the things that I did that was a result of the trauma that I I had experienced. I had to forgive myself for what I accepted. The behavior that I accepted. I had to forgive myself. Our affirmation for this week is, I deserve the best from someone capable of giving their best. Listen. Everyone doesn't have the capacity to love you the way that you need to be loved. Everyone doesn't have the capacity to meet your core values. But that does not change the fact that you deserve it. I told you guys at the top of the episode, I had no standards. I had let my values go. They were non-existent. And once I got out of that toxic relationship and I met my husband, I still had not put solid standards in place. I just knew I didn't want what I previously had. So if I could go back and do that all over again, I would have taken more time to work on me, to heal me. I want you ladies to know. Like my prayer for you from this episode is that we, you will take time to be with yourself. That's like the only thing that if I could do over, I would. Because I was single for a short period of time before meeting him. And even though I know God sent him into my life. See, this just fell in my spirit. Sometimes God gives us things to save our life. It literally, he gives us people, he gives us things, he gives us whatever we need to save our lives. And other times he doesn't give us things to save our life. Did you catch that? Because they are both equally important and they are both equally divine. You know, God's response to us, you know, his response to us is yes and amen. So if we don't have something, that's not God's plan for us. So when I met my husband, that was God's way of saving my life. So I don't want to take away from that because I do believe that that was a divine intervention. But for my ladies who are currently single, I do want to encourage you in this season to spend time with yourself. Be with yourself. Get to know you all over again. Because I'm sure you're not the person that you used to be. Get to know you. What do you like? What makes your heart skip? 
What makes your spirit leap for joy? Get to know you. Spend time with you. Jumping from relationship to relationship won't heal you. I promise you it won't. If God doesn't send you that man, sis, don't, don't, don't do it. Take the time to be the best version of yourself that you can possibly be. We think that another thing will heal us. If I get another man, I'll be healed. If I have a baby, I'll be healed. If I, you know, allow this person who broke me down, who broke me, who broke my spirit, who broke my heart, who broke my pockets. If I let him back into my life, this may heal me. It may be okay if I just let him back in. It won't. Be with yourself first before you let anyone else back in. Accepting toxic behavior won't heal you. And you can't save everybody. For a lot of us women, we are natural nurturers and we want to we wanna save everybody and we can't. You can't. But I want to make sure that in this season that you know that it's okay to save yourself. Because usually we have our cape on and we're so busy trying to save everybody else that we don't even realize that we are the ones that's out there in the water drowning. And that we have a flotation device. Well, we had one, but we gave it to somebody else to use to save them. Know that in this season, it is okay to save yourself. It is okay to love yourself. It is okay to be with yourself. Forgive yourself, love yourself, and know that you deserve better. I hope that this episode resonates with you. If you are walking through a season of a toxic relationship, if you've had your heart broken, or if you are doing the work and taking the steps to move forward, I hope you realize that what you need is more important than what you want. Rip up the superficial list that we create. That if he just has this, then I can overlook that thing. Or if he just has that, then that other thing isn't so bad. We have to stop doing that to ourselves. Know that you've got this and God's got you. I love you. Until next week. Peace.